What's up, tribe? It's Michael Fleming here, coming at you with yet another episode of Find Your Voice, where we talk about the continual improvement of the health, the wealth, and the relationships within your dental service organization, or dental organization. It doesn't have to be a DSO. Uh, coming at you today, super excited. Holy smokes, it's cold. I'm in Houston, Texas. It is December 18th. That's uh, about 8.40 in the morning. <laughs> Holy smokes. If you've been listening, uh, you know that I recently moved to Houston, Texas from Portland, Oregon. Uh, recent, well, recent's kind of relative now. It was back towards <clears throat> the 4th of July. And this is like the first cold spell that we've had. Maybe the second cold spell, but we're down to, when I woke up this morning, it was 32 degrees. And to put this into perspective, rewind four or five days to the weekend when it was 85 degrees and we were in the pool. Holy smokes, big difference. So, uh, you know, this is very similar weather to uh, Denver though, right? This is where it's beautiful. There's not a cloud in the sky. It's amazing. And this guy right here, it, it's like he's already prepared for it because I roll around and I got my jackets from Portland so I can roll around looking good. Pulling out those jackets, but ironically, I don't want to. I'm going to be back in my shorts and short sleeves. But anyway, I digress. Just wanted to kind of share where I'm at because I love sharing where I'm at with you. I love sharing that I'm in Houston, Texas, and loving the warmth and the heat. And traditionally, this is kind of like being on vacation uh, until it's cold. Then my skin dries up, and instantly I just kind of feel cold. <laughs> so, anyway. What I'm coming at you with today is we're obviously we're wrapping up the year. My my focus of the last couple uh, episodes have really been on personal development. Uh, obviously, we're always looking to come out as a better version of ourselves, right? We're not we're not looking to compare ourselves to other people. We're not looking at being better than the Joneses or better than you know other people that we're working with. We're just trying to be better than the person that we were yesterday. That's it, and so. Yesterday's episode, I really kind of kept it simple, talked about uh, giving back, giving to others in the form of compliments. And and your homework yesterday was, uh, you know, giving two compliments to every person that you saw. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, go back, press pause on this, go back and listen to that episode because it was a great episode, super simple. Uh, But again, it's really the spirit of, you know, engaging and giving to other people and giving in the sense of of compliments, right? Because how nice does it feel to be noticed, right? Uh, I love to feel noticed and you love to feel noticed. Uh, Oftentimes we get so sucked into our own priorities, our own day-to-day that, you know, oftentimes it's, it's challenging for us to plug into the energies of others, unless we're being deliberate about it, right? And so that, and that was the whole purpose of yesterday's podcast was to be deliberate with that energy, to be giving so that other people could feel noticed, feel recognized, feel appreciated, right? With those, with those compliments. Even if it's as simple as complimenting on their sweater or their hair or their shoes, it doesn't matter, right? Uh, or obviously higher level compliments could be on their, on their behavior, their attitudes or performance, whatever that is. But today we're going to kind of take that uh, to another level. We're going to take it back to you. We're going to be working on ourselves right now because obviously as we're wrapping up, 2019. We're going to be stepping into 2020. Uh, we're stepping into the 20s, guys. It's kind of like the roaring 20s. Remember the roaring 20s of like, oh, I guess it would be 100 years ago, uh, where you had the flappers and you had prohibition and you had, 
you know, the mobsters and all of that. Well, it's kind of like we're heading into the our own roaring 20s, right? And so uh, I want to get you prepared for that, right? I want to get you prepared for you. What does that, that person look like? And what does that person value? And what is that person going to be doing? And what is that person going to be contributing to the world? Does that make sense? And so, and I say this almost like, uh, you know, that person as a third person, because uh, it, it almost gives you the opportunity to appreciate you know, what you're doing as if it was another person, right? It's, sometimes it's really easy to appreciate what other people are doing. Like, oh man, they're doing such a great job. Oh my gosh, they're killing it, right? Whatever that is. But we're not necessarily doing it for ourselves, right? We're not necessarily looking at ourselves through that same lens of like, oh my gosh, I'm killing it, right? Or, oh my gosh, I set these goals and I achieved that desired outcome, right? We're just kind of going through and sometimes it feels like we're winging it and sometimes we actually are just winging it we're just going with it right we we get in that that flow we get in that momentum and we're just charged and we're moving forward and then before you know it, we pick our head up and we're like all right where are we did i did i hit my did i achieve my goal or not and nine times out of ten well we didn't but man we sure had a fun time getting here or wherever here is where where am i so anyway joking aside i did want to take uh uh, a couple moments to kind of plant the seed of something that we're going to continue to talk about throughout your life. And it's the three key areas of influence with, within your life. And so think of this as like a, a homework assignment. So similar to, to, you know, grab your notebook, grab your journal, grab your, your blank sheet of paper and a pen, pencil or a pen. And I want you to write out, you know, three different areas we're going to have. Maybe if you've got a line sheet of paper, you know, with the top third, you know, draw a line at the bottom of that and then have a second third, draw a line across. So you have like three, you know, horizontal sections or three, if you're thinking in like Excel, three rows, right? And in that first row, uh, we're going to write uh, in the upper left-hand corner, write the word self. In the second third, I want you to write the word relationships. And in that third, in the lower left-hand corner, I want you to write purpose. Okay. And so now that you've done that, the the top third is self. The second third is relationships. And the the third word is purpose. And by helping you create this worksheet, I've kind of give you a clue to what we're going to be talking about. But again, I'm not trying to uh, sell this or I'm not trying to create that hook so that you continue to listen. I know you're going to be listening now because we're we're doing this together. So now you know that what we're going to be talking about, you know, I introduced this as the three areas of influence. And now I've just introduced those area of, uh, areas of influence to you. Obviously, what we're talking about now is those areas of your influence, right? These are the things that you control. These are the things that you influence. These are the things that you potentially impact, right? And so that's why I wanted to start talking about this because there's so much in this world that is just outside of our control or outside of our influence. You know, for example, you know, uh, and I might turn a lot of people off on this because, uh, you know, a lot of people get sucked into this, this frenzy and this momentum and this, this bad energy. But, you know, as we get into this uh, political season and we get into the, you know, the presidential, you know, uh, campaigns that are going to be coming up, I know that there's a ton of frenzy going on with the um, impeachment uh, of the president and there's all this energy. And honestly, I have no clue what's going on with that. I mean, other than there's the impeachment proceedings, right? But 
I know that there's a ton of people that are getting sucked in to the soup to nuts of all the details and all the nitty gritty details of what's happening with this impeachment. Meanwhile, their lives are completely spinning out of control. They're overweight. They're underpaid. They're not happy. They're taking social anxiety medicine because they can't can't hang with them with with the world. They're they're self medicating with alcohol. They're self medicating with with prescription drugs. So meanwhile, they're worried about what President Trump is doing and what a jackass he is. And if Mr. Trump, if you're listening, I think you're hilarious. Whatever. You've always been a great entertainer, right? But it, but beyond that, it's like guys, that's not in my influence, and that's why I don't spend my time there. I don't spend my time trying to work on or, or trying to understand things that I have no control over. You know, my comprehension means absolutely nothing to the people that are, are part of those proceedings. And I'm not trying to talk down to the actual imp- impeachment proceedings. You know, whatever's happening there is clearly needed to be happening. It's happening for a reason. And whatever uh, happens, hopefully, you know, justice is served. That's great. But that's not my sphere of influence. And there's there's no requisite for me to even have a comprehension or an understanding of that until I need to, right? And if I needed to, I'd jump right in there and I would run towards it as fast as I possibly could. But as of right now, it means nothing to what I'm doing. And the reason I tell this to you is because again, back to the three things that we're gonna be talking about, you know, we what we do have influence over and what we do have control over is where, where our energy needs to be focused, right? We, we gotta stop worrying about, you know, whether or not you're, you're loving the president or not. We got to stop worrying about the impeachment trials. We got to stop worrying about, you know, the saber rattling and the hubbub of all of the political campaigns and all of the other garbage and fear that's on television and start worrying about these three things, right? And the first one is self. The second one is relationships. And what I mean by that is our relationships with other people and those that we care about, right? So whether that's with, you know, our family, you know, our moms, our, our, our siblings, our dads, our wives, our children, uh, whether that's with friends, whether that's with coworkers, it's those that are around us, right? And so, and then the third area is our purpose, right? And, you know, the, our purpose is going to be different for other people, right? Uh, for a lot of us, our, our current purpose could be our, our work or our career, right? Uh, another purpose could be, you know, our involvement in our church, or in our community, right? Uh, or, or what is our, our legacy? You know, maybe there's some of us that are in our life uh, that are a little bit older that are building our legacy right now and, and working on our, our mission, right? Our overall mission in life. So so that, that purpose is gonna be a little wider, a little broader, but you know what it is for you, right? Uh, if, you're, if you're younger and you're just getting established, maybe work is really, really important for you, right? If you're a little more established and you've figured out how to make money, you've figured that portion out, maybe philanthropy, uh, is, is your focus, right? Or maybe more involvement in your church or maybe more involvement in in your kids' schools or community, whatever that is, right? But you know what it is for you, right? And that's where I want us to start talking about this. And and, and what we're going to do now is start talking about examples of how we can start applying this. Because if you can kind of see where I'm going with this, it's, you know, A, taking responsibility for yourself, but also this gives us the opportunity to start planting the seed for who we're going to become in 2020, right? Oh, it's all fine and dandy come 2020, January 1. We all have these New Year's resolutions. Woo! You know, I'm going to be slimmer. I'm going to be leaner. I'm going to be more successful. I'm going to be more, make more money. Yes. And then two weeks later, we haven't implemented a plan. So nothing's happened. And then we just fall right back into the same routines, the same habits. 
And, you know, life goes on as normal with no improvements, right? And then another year goes by and it's January 1. Woo! Happy New Year! New Year's resolutions. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to become, become more successful. I'm going to make more money. Yes! And then two weeks later, we fall back in the same routines, right? And it's because we're not focused on the things that we have control over and that we have influence and then since we don't have influence over that, we don't have control over our lives. And so we don't, since we don't have control over our lives, we're not able to set long-term goals, let alone be able to achieve them. If we can't set them, there's 0% chance that we can achieve them, right? So that's what we're starting to do right now is we're starting to talk about and starting to identify, you know, what is in our influence, right? So let's start with ourselves, right? What do we have control over? Well, with ourselves, it's kind of everything, isn't it, right? And I think that's what I want you to be aware of is that you have control of everything. You're responsible for you. You know, are you feeling overweight? Whose fault is that? Are you feeling uh, healthy? Whose fault is that or the, the consequence? Congratulations, high five, high five yourself, you're doing great, right? Are you dating the person that you want to be dating? Are you married to the person that you want to be? You know, these all come back to you. You control that, right? And so much of, you know, what we're doing comes from a healthy version of you. And I say this because especially as we're uh, in the holiday season, that's when more and more chocolate comes out, more and more garbage comes out, more and more pies, more and more food. And, you know, I'll have a little bit here. I'll have a little bit there. And before you know it, you're 20 pounds overweight. And, you know, for a lot of people, it's 30 pounds overweight or even 50 pounds overweight or even more, right? And we just kind of fall into this momentum and we're like, no, you know, it's just one more piece of cheesecake. It's not going to, it's not going to be a big deal. I'll start exercising later, right? And that's why I want want us to start having this conversation right now, because as we, uh, as a lot of people start to think about making goals for 2020, a lot of their goals are tied into their health. And tied into, you know, weight loss, right? I mean, even when you walk, tune into uh, Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve, I don't know if they call that anymore, but, you know, I know uh, the last year's sponsor, or the last couple of years' sponsor has been Planet Fitness, right? And they know this, right? Because they know that a majority of people starting their, their new year, setting their new year's resolutions are focused on trying to lose weight and even just trying to lose the weight that they gained over the holidays, right? So it's being aware of that. And starting to have these conversations with ourselves so that we're not going to just wait until New Year's Eve and be like, yeah, okay, I got this New Year's resolution. I'm going to start it then, right? Because the biggest success is going to happen when we start it now, right? When When is, uh, you know, Tony Robbins, have you ever listened to Tony Robbins? One of his famous uh, sayings is, uh, you know, when is now a good time to start? I love that. It's one of my favorite sayings, right? So I'm going to use that with you, right? When is now a good time to start? It's like if if losing weight is going to be one of your focuses to, to make yourself a, a better version of yourself, what are we waiting for? We're not going to wait until New Year's. We're going to start right now. And we're going to start by getting an idea idea of what we want to do. So me, for example, uh, I'm about 15 pounds overweight right now. And so what I need to be doing is, and it's pretty simple for me, and I don't need to mean to be arrogant, uh, but for me, it's it's quite simple. I need to eat less. Uh, I need to eat better. So the foods, the, the quality of foods that I need to actually eat are better. Uh, think more whole foods, right? More natural foods, more o- organic foods, right? And, and less Snickers bars. Yeah, sorry. That's a, I, I said it. I said it out loud. 
and I think I've said in previous uh, podcasts as well, I've got this complicated relationship with chocolate. And it's not very complicated at all. I love it dearly. And whenever it's around me, it gets in my belly and it puts love handles on me. <laughs> uh, so I need to, I, all joking aside, I need to make it a priority to stop putting that shit in my mouth. Start putting more greens in my mouth, more organic foods, more natural foods, uh, and more water-based foods in my mouth. And I need to exercise. I need to move more, right? And I've got this fancy little Apple watch that's on my wrist right now that tells me exactly how much I move. Or I don't know how exact it is, but at least it's consistent. And it gives me an idea. I know when I've had a good day and I know when I have not had a good day, right? And it's starting to have these conversations with myself of, okay, if I want to lose 15 pounds, what else do I want, you know, out of my relationship with myself? Uh, do I want more muscle, right? Am I just trying to burn fat or am I trying to, to gain more muscle, right? And obviously, for those of you that, that are aware, uh, oftentimes the two are synonymous. By trying to build more muscle, you're going to lose fat, right? And so knowing that to be true, you know, I need to put together not just cardio, but, but a good workout that's going to build muscle as well. And then if there's any supplements, you know, depending on how much muscle I'm trying to, to build, you know, do I start introducing other things like creatine and to, to keep me well lubricated so that I can continue to move? Or, you know, am I just doing it to try and lose some weight and work through that? You know, whatever those goals are, but starting to have those conversations with me right now so that I can work out a plan. Because then once you have a plan, then you can start the, to work the plan. And that's where I'm going with all of this is getting that plan in place to, so you can start working it. Not January 1, right now, right? You know, maybe... Uh, another thing that you want to do when focused on yourself is, you know, not just your body, right. But your mind, you know, how's your mental health right now? You know, are you like, you know, hopefully you didn't get offended when I talked about, you know, the people that take social anxiety medicine, uh, because there's a ton of people that are taking it because they've been told that they need to take that. And if that's, if that's you right now, that's, I'm glad you're listening right now because I'm here to tell you that you do not need that. Uh, that is the, the easier way out. Because there's a lot of people that are that are carrying a lot of stuff with them that don't need to be carrying that, right? And that's where, you know, where you start to create the opportunities to improve yourself, to face those demons, if you will, to face these things that, you know, are uncomfortable for us. You know, a, a lot of us have, you know, challenging relationships with our past, right? And, and oftentimes we'll carry these challenges with us. And these challenges, you know, come out in the form of, you know, anxiety and stress and fear. And if you get enough anxiety and stress and fear, it, could, it becomes debilitating and, and it becomes really hard to function day to day. And those are my people that are taking uh, the social anxiety medicine because they get so crippled uh, with, the, the, with the stress and with the anxiety and with this fear that they're not able to operate day to day without a little bit of help. And that's all that is, is a little bit of help. And I'm, and again, that's, I'm not, I'm not hating and I'm not saying, I'm not implying that there's any weakness to that. So if you're taking that, I'm not implying whatsoever that there's any weakness to that. But what I am implying and the message I do want to share is that that is one way to deal with it. And it's one way that requires you to do that day in, day out. And it's chemically. What I'm telling you is that you don't have to do that, right? So continue to do it. Uh, if you need to do that, but I'm also letting you know that you don't need to do that because there's something deeper inside you that can be, that can be addressed 
that can be acknowledged and can be worked through and and be released. And this is, we're not going to be able to talk about this today in this podcast, right? But I do want to plant these seeds because if you are listening and this is you, if you do kind of fall into that category, reach out to me. I can connect you with the resources necessary to be able to work through that so that you can become that best version of yourself. And if you've got some some shit that you need to work through, that's all it is, is shit that you need to work through. And nine times out of 10, in fact, 99 times out of 100, it's not your shit. It's not you. You're carrying shit from someone else. And that's why I, I say so many times when you're able to have these conversations with yourself and you're able to work through this, you're able to have that forgiveness. You're able to realize that so much of what you're carrying has nothing to do with you and has so much to do with the perceptions that other people have about you, right? And a lot of that's where a lot of that social anxiety comes from, right? We're so worried about what other people think of. And that's why, you know, I want us to start having that conversation, want us to start creating that awareness of, you know, where are we mentally? How are we feeling emotionally? Are we feeling good? Are we feeling strong? What can we be doing to work towards that? And again, if you're looking for a resource to be able to start working that way, I'm your guy. I can absolutely either A, help you or B, start to get you on the path or identify resources that are available to you so that you can start working towards that. So don't just jump off the social anxiety medicine now and be like, all right, what do I say? You know, it's it's there's definitely a pathway that needs to go, but but there's definitely a light at the end of that tunnel, and there's a way for you to re- live a very fulfilling uh, and abundant life without medicating, right? And whether that's medicating with drugs, with alcohol, social anxiety medicine, whatever that is, or even other things like shopping, you know what I mean? Like other debilitating habits. So these are just things that I want us to be aware of, like. Because again, this is in our influence, right? These are the things that that are in our control. And our mental health is absolutely one of those things that are in our control. We're not going to blame other people for our mental health. We're going to start taking responsibility. And that's the whole point. And the underlying concept or foundation of all of this, right, is taking responsibility for your own life. And I know sometimes it's really scary to think about taking responsibility for your life. But no one is going to love you the same way that you can love yourself, right? No one has the capacity to love you the way that you can love yourself. Does that make sense? I want you to, I want you to think about that because it's so important that you love yourself and all of this starts with that love and that caring and that compassion for yourself, right? So that's some examples of, you know, areas of influence within ourself, right? We talked about the physical, we talked about uh, the mental, right? Uh, obviously, uh, environment is going to be another one wherever we, wherever we're at. Right. Um, and I'm going to stop at those three because I want to jump on. I don't want this to take three hours. This can be its own course uh, all by itself, but, um, you know, your environment, you know, are you in a good, positive, healthy environment? Are you surrounded by people that, uh, love you and care you, care for you and, uh, uh, really encourage you and support you, right? Or are you, are you in a, an environment where, uh, it's super stressful and no one's happy and you don't feel appreciated and it kind of brings you down, right? See the difference between those two environments? Which one would you rather show up to, right? And which one are you currently showing up to? Are they one and the same? Awesome. Congratulations. Are they not? Well, it's time for change and you can change it. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that you move to another area, 
but you can influence change, right? You can champion change and help change that culture, right? And that's a lot of what we talk about in these episodes as well, is changing culture, right? So if your culture sucks, you know, the first person we want to be looking at is that person in the mirror, is ourselves. What is our role in that culture? Uh, and being able to, to control that. But on the other side, sometimes it is time to, to grab our ball and, and move to a greener pasture, right? If we're in an environment that is completely outside of our control, completely outside of our influence, um, and it sucks, well, maybe it's it's time to go, right? But again, I'm not telling you what to do. What we're doing is we're kind of doing these activities together because you're taking notes while I'm writing this down and you're writing down thoughts, you're writing down concepts, you're knowing how you feel, you're now able to identify how what can improve and what needs to be changed, right? So the next thing we're gonna jump, now that we've talked about self, for a little bit, and we talked about three specific examples, you know, the physical health, the mental health, and our environment, we're not going to jump down to uh, our relationships, right? And so obviously, the first thing we talked about with ourselves is kind of our relationship with ourselves, right? So this is almost kind of that taking that now outside of our ourselves, right? And our relationships with those around us, right? And again, you know, the examples I gave before was, you know, uh, our relationships with like immediate family, right? Uh, with our moms, our dads, our brothers, our sisters, our aunts, our uncles, and then obviously with like our our spouses, you know, our husbands, our wives, and then you know, with our children, uh, and our grandchildren, whatever that is, right? Um, so that we can start to look at how we behave, and are we in good relationships with other people? Uh, and so there's there's a couple different ways to look at this, right? Because we, we all have friends. We all have friends. Wink, wink. I got a friend. It's not me. No, 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 no. But I got a, I got a friend. But they're not really in a healthy relationship. What, what, what's, a, what's a healthy relationship? Well, you know, they, they yell at each other. They're never happy. You know, they're always criticizing each other. Have you, have you heard this story? Or maybe you're living this story. You know what I'm talking about? You know, this is where I'm starting to go with this relationship, right? Because we start to look at are the relationships that we have with other people and start close, start close in proximity. So for, for myself, for example, I have a beautiful wife. I have three younger children at home. I have a fourth child that's already outside of the house, but in our immediate at home in our day to day, who I go, who do I go to bed with and, and wake up with in the morning? You know, that's my immediate environment. I have, I have my wife, Becky, and then I've got three younger children uh, on a day to day. And so that that's really where I need to start looking at, right? You know, how is my relationship with my wife? You know, how's my relationship with my oldest son at, at the house, Noah? You know, how's my relationship with my middle child, Caitlin? How's my relationship with my youngest child, Natalie? And start to really analyze like, man, you know, I'm nailing it with, with Becky. Like we're, we're super solid right now. We're on a really good, we're in a really good spot. We're communicating well. Or is it, man, you know, this last month has been really stressful, you know, maybe it's because of the holidays or maybe it's a disconnect or maybe it's because of her work or maybe it's because of my work or whatever bullshit excuse you put out there. But uh, really starting to look at those those relationships and, and looking for the successes so that we can celebrate those successes because that's really important. And then, you know, not as important as the successes, but also becoming aware of is those areas of opportunity. You know, can I be talking different? Do I need to be more direct? Am I beating around the bush? Am I not speaking to her kindly? 
Am I not telling her how I really feel? You know, whatever that is. And again, I'm just telling these stories while you've got a pen in your hand so that you can write these down for yourself, right? I'm not telling these stories so that you can learn about my history. And my, my Again, my relationships have nothing to do with you other than to create a colorful picture of how yours look to you, right? Are you in a, a great relationship right now with your significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your wife uh, or husband, whatever that is for you? Uh, or are there areas of opportunity, right? And identifying what those areas of opportunity are. Do I need to be kinder? Do I need to be more direct? Are we even talking? Do we go through spells where we barely even talk to each other? Are we doing date nights? Are we taking care of each other, right? Are we rem- are we re- remembering who we fell in love with and why? And are we continuing to fertilize that plant? You know, again, back to that uh, Grant Cardone, grass is greener analogy. I love that, that analogy that he gives in his book, 10X, um, where he talks about so many of us go through the, the stage of like the grass is always greener on the other side and we'll jump from pasture to pasture before it, we do make this jump a few times before we realize that we make this jump to another pasture and it's greener because someone else was fertilizing it. But then once we're there in that pasture, it goes brown because we're not fertilizing it, right? And so we continue to jump to the next pasture, the, the next greener pasture, right? And we never take care of where we're at right now. And that's not that's not sustainable. You, you know, you're just jumping to the next pasture and letting it die, jumping to the next pasture and letting it die, as opposed to, you know, staying in the pasture that you're in and weeding it and fertilizing it and watering it and taking care of it and taking care of it and nurturing it so that now all of a sudden you are the greener pasture that everyone else now wants to, to jump over, right? You know, you are now the other side because you're fertilizing that pasture. And the same is true with our relationships, with our significant others, with our children, with our coworkers, with those that, that we surround ourselves with. We need to invest in those relationships, right? And it always starts with the gift. It always starts with the giving, right? We can never just sit there and expect people to give to us. We have to give first. Write that down. We have to give first, right? If you're if you're wanting improvement from your significant other, if you're wanting improvement from your coworker, if you're wanting improvement from, from your children, you have to give first. Have you written that down yet? Maybe this time you underlined it. You have to give first. Right. And, and by doing that, back to the podcast yesterday, right. It was the whole point of that is how do we start to give compliments, right? How do we start to make them feel noticed and make them feel loved, make them feel appreciated, right? We're just giving two little compliments to them and do that today. Give two more today and see how that feels. It it starts to build on itself and it starts to build its own momentum and wait. If after you do it a couple of days, guess what's going to happen? They're going to start complimenting you. And guess what happens once they give you that first compliment? Dang. They're going to pull that same ninja mind trick on you and you're not even going to see it. You're going to think it's a genuine compliment and you're going to be like, oh my gosh, they noticed me. It, and it feels amazing. Whether it's the, you know, whether it's the shoes I'm wearing, whether it's the, the freshly pressed shirt I'm rocking right now, whether it's the, the fresh hairdo I'm rocking. If someone comments, you know, even my smile. Right. If someone comments on me, no matter how vain or, or superficial or whatever it is, guess how it makes me feel? Yep. Makes me feel good. Right. And and it's like I know I know what they're doing. Like when I stop to think about it, I know what they're doing. But in the moment, I don't think like, oh, they're probably just giving me a compliment because they listen to Michael Fleming's podcast and they're, they're giving out two compliments. No. No, they give me a compliment. I'm like, dang, thank you. All of a sudden, I stand a little bit taller. I got a big smile on my face. I might get a little red in the cheeks, depending on you know who's giving the compliment. I'm like, dang, thank you so much. Thanks for noticing. 
And then instantly I want to think about how I can return that favor for them, right? Do you see how this works, right? So bringing it back to here, like you have to give first. And that's what I want you to start thinking because we're building on this, right? This is the first time we're, we're going to be talking about this, but we're going to build on this in the future. We're going to build on these elements, right? We're, it's like putting together a recipe. And this might be the perfect analogy, right? Is, you know, at, at the beginning of the year or as we embark in 2020, we are going to be building this amazing cake. Think of the, the most beautiful, amazing cake that you've ever seen that you've ever looked at, that you've ever tasted. It's the most perfect cake that you've ever, like it's it's the, the best thing ever, right? And you think about this cake and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I wanna make that cake. I wanna be that cake for 2020, right? And so, but to be able to do that, you gotta rewind and you're like, okay, it's not just the, it's not just like the Betty Crocker, like, you know, you read in the box recipe, right? That, 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 Average recipe gives you average results, right? And it's good. It's great. It's And that's what we know a cake to be, but it's not the best cake, right? And so what we need to do to be able to build that best cake is to be able to bust out more premium ingredients. And maybe there's additional ingredients or less ingredients, or it's a different combination or added to different times, right? But the, it's first identifying, okay, before we, you and I sit down and make this cake, we need to first look at, make our shopping list. Right? We need to look at all of our ingredients and all that. And so I want you to think of what we're doing today is kind of those ingredients to that cake, right? It's not the complete cake, right? But these are the ingredients that we're going to continue to build upon so that when it comes time to sit down and build the cake, you're going to be familiar with that. You, you're, we're going to be speaking the same language. You're going to know what I'm talking about so that when we start to pull these tools out, you're going to be able to be like, yeah, 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 I know what he's talking about. When he started talking about the three areas of influence, I remember that podcast, or at least I've got a reference now to go back and use that. And then we can go back and we can start to pull out these ingredients as we build that cake. Does that make sense? So we've talked about ourself or our relationship with ourself. We've talked about the relationships that we have with others and a couple examples of, of how that is. And, and I want you to write that because obviously what you're doing right now is you're writing down some areas of opportunity and some areas of successes with those that are around you, with those that you that are close to you, right? And it's not necessarily those that you can influence, right? Again, you can't influence anybody. You can't make anybody do anything, right? But you can influence your behavior towards them, right? Again, back to you have to give first. That's your influence. Give them kindness. Guess what you're going to get back in, in, in return? If you give them a bunch of shit, guess what you're going to get back in return? If you got a crazy, grumpy attitude, I guarantee you 99% of the time you're going to get a crazy, grumpy attitude back. It's kind of that mirror effect, Right? As opposed to you start giving them some compliments and they're kind and they're genuine and they're from the heart and they're with a smile. Guess where you're going to get back? You know, kindness begets kindness, right? That grumpiness is going to beget some grumpiness, right? And so it's just planting that seed within you. Like that is your influence, right? And so the last thing, you know, that last bottom section is I want us to start talking about, you know, our influence uh, with within our purpose, right? And whether that's within our, our work, with our community, with our church, with our, our legacy or our mission in life, whatever that is, whatever is important to you right now. So for me, it's work, right? You know, what are my, so, so let's talk about, you know, what, what's important to me and, and what I can influence within my work. And obviously, you know, one of the big things that I, that I bring to the table when I show up to work is myself, right? And again, if I'm bringing the, you know, 20 pound overweight, not working out, 
lazy version of myself, you know, how is that influencing my work? You think that's the best version of myself? As opposed to, you know, drop these 15 pounds, get my six pack back, and I'm eating right, I'm feeling like a million bucks and I'm killing it. How's that version of myself going to influence my work, right? Same with my mental health. You know, if I'm full of head trash and I've got, you know, some, you know, bad relationship at home, right? Or, or we're arguing constantly at, at home and, you know, I'm bringing that, that garbage to work. How's that going to influence my environment? Think it's going to be very good? No. Uh, as opposed to, you know, if, if I'm cherishing my beautiful relationship with my beautiful wife, with my beautiful kids and I'm engaged in their lives and I'm coaching w- with them and I'm donating time at, uh, or volunteering time at work and I'm, you know, giving back to, to my family and I'm feeling love and I'm giving a ton of love and, you know, how's that going to impact when I show up to work? You know, how, how is that going to influence my life, right? Because think about, think about how all of these things are intertwined, right? Now you're starting to kind of see how it's not just three rows on your sheet of paper, right? In fact, this could be better categorized by, you know, three bubbles where we see kind of overlaps, right? If we kind of have these three bubbles and we started to join them together, you might see some overlap, right? And all of that kind of comes back to the self, right? You know, my mental health and my physical health has a lot to do with the influence that I have on my relationships with other people, right? My my mental health and my physical health and my well-being has a ton to do with the influence that I am able to bring to the table at work. Do you see how this is working, right? How, how there's a lot of them overlap, right? And same with, you know, my relationships with others. Like if I get in an argument with my beautiful wife, and then I go to work after that argument, you think I'm going to roll in super smiley? Or do you think I'm going to have a little bit of head trash rattling around in the back of my head? Right? Same with the other way, right? If I have a really bad day at work, whatever caused that, and I've got this stress and it's rattling around in the back of my head, you know, you think my wife might be able to sense that I had a rough day at work? Have you ever had a bad day at work? And you bring that shit home? Um, but you didn't mean to, right? You didn't mean to, but now it kind of affects your relationships with other people too. And then they comment on it and then you either like, no, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not it at all. Or you snap out of it because you realize, oh, dang, I did bring that head trash home and I didn't mean to. So thank you for helping me recognize that. And yes, that has absolutely nothing to do. Remind me to tell you the story about the trouble tree that ties right into that. Right. But, but anyway, in, in regards to this in relationship to, to our, our work, right. Or our church or our community or our mission, whatever that is you know, be thinking about, you know, how do we influence that? You know, whether that is, you know, our participation, our our energy while we're there, whether it's our our finances, uh, whether it's, you know, the messages that we're bringing, you know, what are our areas of influence, you know, and I want you to be writing these down, right? Because for me, it's going to be work. And so for me, if I were going to be writing these down, you know, it's my health both my, my mental health and my physical health, right? It's going to be tied to my diet. You know, did I have a good breakfast or did I not eat? You know, am I exercising, right? Uh, am I showing up with a smile or am I being grumpy? You know, all of these things really influence. And then, you know, then we start to talk about our participation. Are we really trying? Are we giving 100%? Are we engaged? Are we focused, right? Do we, are we setting goals? Are we set, setting desired outcomes? Do we know what our goals are? Or are we just kind of showing up going, 
all right, I got this basket that's empty right now, but fill it with all, all your shit and then I'll work through it. And then before you know it, you've worked through a bunch of other people's things to help them get their desired outcome. And all you leave with is an empty basket because you completed all your tasks and then you leave your basket, take off and go home, come back and show up with your empty, empty basket for a bunch of other people to, to fill it up with their stuff and not yours, right? Or are you embarking with goals? Are you embarking with desired outcomes so that you get an idea of, here's what I want to do. And again, the reason I'm planting the seed right now is as we start to talk about our new selves in 2020, you know, what does that new person look like, right? Well, instead of five pounds of shit to work through every day, I want to work through eight pounds. That's my goal. Is that really what we want to do? No, no. How about we start setting specific goals, right? You know, goals for work, right? You know, I want to double my income for 2020. Okay, that's a specific goal. Right, if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year and you want to, you want to double that. That equals two hundred thousand dollars. That's a specific goal. I love it. You know, then then it comes down to how do we start to do that and how do we start to set the tools in place to be able to achieve that desired outcome. Right? Maybe for you it is less money and more of opportunity or more influence. Right? I want to get promoted to you know vice president of marketing because I feel like that would fulfill me because it gives me the opportunity to provide more influence, more guidance uh, to the organization and more value to the organization. Maybe that's your goal, right? And at that point, it gives you a specific goal so that you can start setting the table for the steps that are necessary to to get to that goal. Does that make sense? Uh, So many of us might just show up and be like, yeah, 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 I want to get promoted. But you don't, A, you don't know what you want to get promoted to, and which means B, you have no clue what the steps are to be able to get to that job. Does that make sense? We say we want to get promoted, but we, we're not necessarily, we don't necessarily know what we want to get promoted to, which means we have no clue how to get there, right? Right? I want to travel. Man, 2020, I want to travel. Where? I don't know. I just want to travel. Well, how the hell are you going to get there? <laughs> if you don't know where you want to go, as opposed to where do you want to travel to in, in 2020? I want to go back to Fiji. All right. That's specific once you're, you have that specific goal, it's like, okay, when do you want to do that? Uh, okay, I want to do that in May. Okay, done and done. And, you know, how, right? Well, I need to book airfare and I need to book, you know, lodging. Okay, then you can start to chunk it down, right? It's all these little things that, that lead to the desired outcome. And then once you're able to string all of these things together, you're able to string the hotel, you're able to string the flight, you're able to, to string uh, everything together, then you can, then you can actually show up and make it happen. And then the desired outcome happens as opposed to the initial goal of, I want to travel. You'll never, ever, ever travel because you haven't been specific. Right. And so that's, that's why I want us to start planting these seeds is because I want us to start being deliberate with our language. Right. And I want us to start being deliberate with, you know, our influence and how we impact our, our environment, how we impact work right? What our influence is, because then we can really start to, to be specific and deliberate with our intentions, specific and deliberate with our, our energy. And then so we can really apply it to where it needs to go, right? And then once we're able to do that, then we can start to really reap the rewards or at least get the, the appropriate feedback, right? Does that make sense? Because not everything's going to be, not every goal that you're going to set, you're going to achieve, right? You're, there's going to be some stages or some steps or some roadblocks 
that that you're going to run into along the way, right? And it's how do we how do we work around that, right? Do we do we work around it? Do we work over it? Do we work through it? You know, what is that? You know, and so it, it's really starting to plant these seeds of what is our current influence, right? And being aware of that, so that then we can start to understand how we can change that, right? Again, the the intent of this is is to identify those areas of influence, to identify you know, our roles in these so that once we get that snapshot and we get an accurate snapshot of where we're currently at, then we can start to assess, dang, I'm nailing it, right? Or dang, I'm not even close or anywhere in between, right? But then once we have that assessment of ourselves, now we can start to set goals. Now we can start to uh, improve. Even if, even if we're nailing it, now we can set uh, goals to how do we continually improve that and continually make that better. Does that make sense? So Kind of going to kind of wrap it all up now because we, we introduced the concept of the three areas of influence. We talked about our area of influence with ourself. We talked about our area of influence with our relationships with others. So first, the relationship with ourselves. Second, the relationship with others. And then, of course, the relationships with our purpose, right? Our area of influence with our purpose and, and what we are currently doing within that, right? And obviously, organically, what winds up happening is we start to, to see, man, okay, now that I'm seeing that relationship, I'm also seeing these areas of opportunity of how they can be better. But we're not there yet. We're not necessarily worried about that right now. We're just looking to get a good grasp, a good understanding of what those are. And then we can build on this in the future. Does that make sense? So dying to get your feedback, dying to know, you know, what are you looking, uh, you know, what, what have you identified? Okay, I almost said looking to improve because we're not necessarily there yet, right? But um, what is our current snapshot? of our area of influence. And I'm, I'm dying to know what ahas you've had, what epiphanies you've had, uh, and what you've kind of learned from the language that I've been using. And maybe there's uh, areas of opportunity for my language to better click. Maybe I almost nailed it with one thing, but I, I, I didn't really wrap it up. Or maybe there was one epiphany that just drove you home quick and early, and you've just been sitting with your back against the chair with your, your jaw dropped because you had that epiphany of like, oh my gosh, I've been blaming so many other people for what I've been doing at work when really I'm not doing shit. I need to, I need to start showing up, right? Because that's what this is all about is we're going to start talking about, again, back to that responsibility and it's about showing up. How do you show up for yourself? How do you show up for those that, that are around you that you love and you care about? And how do you show up for your ultimate mission in life, your purpose in life, right? Because once you start doing that, bam, your life drastically changes and then before you know it, we're... Uh, we're driving Ferraris together, racing Ferraris down the Pacific Coast Highway together, right? Uh, it's one of my goals, by the way. Not illegal racing. If you're law enforcement, not illegal. It'll be within the speed limit, right? But we can still kind of jockey back and forth, right? You know what I'm talking about here. But uh, sending much love your way. It's the holiday season. This is my job is to, to, to send much love, to send much support. We're going to embark on the Roaring Twenties together as a team. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to build some amazing legacies together. I'm going to help you build your legacy and you in turn with your success stories are going to help me build my legacy. So I'm very grateful for you uh, and I'm dying to know uh, how this has helped you. Uh, take care of yourself and have an amazing day.